0: <laughs> can't wait
1: for you to have a new body. Straight but down. it's not fair. One team's much better than the other one. <laughs> I get sunburnt every single. I get sunburnt under a full moon. You get moonburnt. I <laughs> get moonburnt. But quite often, I
2: particularly do do things. Do not. You not said do do. Do do. Why do you keep looking at me when you keep saying <laughs> bald?
1: Basically, a fraudster. Fraudster. Yeah. Good. Or genius. Uh, Ent- Fraust- we're saying fraudster, <laughs> Adam. <laughs> Entrepreneur. Us <laughs> Christians are saying fraudster. Dear diary, dear thirty-four. When I was lying in bed last night, after I was thinking about being a sausage dog. <laughs> because dogs don't use mirrors, I wonder if each dog thinks that they look like the other dog. If you've been to our local doctor's surgery, that's
0: purgatory. <laughs> so, They chose the twelfth disciple by drawing lots. They did lots of drawing. (laughs) This is a light-hearted podcast because so many people find church and the Bible quite hard to access. We thought we'd just chat together as mates and talk about some themes from a biblical viewpoint in a way that you might not find in church. And hopefully it will help and encourage people. We go off on loads of tangents and we don't take ourselves too seriously so apologies if any of this sounds irreverent in any way. This kind of podcast might not be for everyone. Hope you enjoy. Welcome to another podcast. I'm here with Adam Eleanor and Ben Harrison and I'm Dan Arsall. How are you doing? Lovely. All right, boys, let's play Bibble or Dribble. Let's play Bibble or Dribble. People can play along this at home or wherever they are when they're listening.
2: How can they play along?
0: Well, when I say the question, they... Can it. whether they think it's true or not. Oh, okay. That's how they play along. Yeah. Like you do when you
2: listen to a radio. Mm. Yeah, true. Yeah, it's not like play your cards right. They can't play along with that at home.
1: Yeah, um, you can. You can if how, you how do you do that, right? Do they go so, higher or lower. you share on
2: a seven it's a, it, and then Ben goes lower... They go higher. Yeah, but you guess. And you they still... turn the card over. He gets it wrong.
0: End of game. It's a guessing yep. game. <laughs> but you'd still know whether you got it right or not. If you couldn't play along, people wouldn't watch play cards. Yeah, right. but
2: what if you got the first one wrong? Then there's no point in playing along with the rest because then you'd be
0: out. True. See. Still playing along though. Even if you get it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Yes. Okay, boys. Is there purgatory in the Bible? Is purgatory mentioned in the Bible? Can someone explain what purgatory is? Well. Purgatory is a place
1: in the middle of heaven or hell when they haven't decided, they being the people in charge, haven't decided where (laughs) you go yet. When you get to the gates and they say, we're not quite ready for you yet, you're a bit early. So is it like a waiting room or do unpleasant things happen there? I think it's more like a waiting room. Yeah, if you've been to our local doctor's surgery, that's purgatory.
0: (laughs) (laughs) uh, I thought purgatory was actually a really unpleasant place. And um, it was kind of like hell, but not for eternity. You had to wait there for a certain time until you paid off whatever... Like Dante's
1: Inferno. Exactly.
0: That's a high-class, highbrow reference there. Yeah. Everybody.
1: yeah, I've read that. Have you read that? Uh, uh, no, but I've seen the film with... Um, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. I haven't seen no. the film or read the book. Anyway, uh, I don't think it is in the Bible. I'm going to say no as well, because Ben
2: normally gets them right. Mm. Oh, we should get When you
0: of... say normally gets them right, always, but carry on... <laughs> I think we should get Adam to guess first. Purgatory is actually a Catholic thing. So the other week we were talking about Catholic. the difference between Protestants and Catholic. Purgatory's is actually in the Catholic Bible, I believe. And that's where they get, yeah. from the Middle Ages, they get indulgences where people would pay lots of money so their dead relatives could get out of purgatory quicker. But it's not in the traditional Protestant Bible.
1: No. no that's, it's a
2: good, that's a good way. Like,
1: so you just give the church
2: loads of money and go... Well, that's how they, you know, they do it. My uncle was a really terrible person. Can we buy his place
1: in heaven, yeah. please? Yeah.
0: <laughs> so it's totally immoral in terms of... That's ridiculous. If you're have got, if you wealthy, you can pay for lots of sins. Yeah. John and Tetzel,
1: if you- 15th century, made a fortune out of it. John who? John Tetzel. Google it later. When you've got time. What? John Tetzel.
0: I, I can hear what you're saying. <laughs> John <laughs> Tetzel.
1: T-E-T-Z-E-L. He made a fortune out of indulgences. Did selling it? bits of the cross and Jesus's... Sweat and all
0: that sort of thing. So, basically a fraudster, yeah? Fraudster, yeah. Great. Or genius. Uh, We're saying (laughs) fraudster, Adam. (laughs) Entrepreneur. (laughs) Us Christians are saying fraudster. Okay, when Judas Iscariot betrayed Jesus, they went down to 11. Yep. So they've got twelve disciples. They chose the twelfth disciple by drawing lots. Is that Bibble or what? is that Dribble? How? That's Bibble. <laughs> they did lots of drawing. <laughs> That's it. No, did. you know Lot.
1: Yeah. The the guy they the farmer with the pillar of salt.
2: They they had to draw a lot. Yeah, they had to draw pictures. And whoever was most accurate. Yeah. One. Some of them drew it's stick like, men. They didn't get in. It's like Pictionary. Are yeah. oh, they? <laughs> <laughs> And again, draw the rest best. of the disciples the rest of the disciples trying to guess who it was no I think drawing lots correct me if that's am
0: wrong that he saw? no is, is to do with like you know straws pulling yeah, straws basically, and like ones. pop-up pirate
1: mm-hmm. or what's the other one is it buckaroo pick up sticks pick up operation sticks. operation
2: yeah I know what you mean there's one where you stick swords sh- in a barrel I, I'm i not pop sure up, pop-up pirate yeah it is yeah.
0: right. I'm not sure they chose the 12th disciple by playing by playing pop-up pirate <laughs> That's Bibble. I'm saying Bibble. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Bibble. Yeah. Bibble.
0: Yeah. It's true. Funny, isn't it? They had. A, I think they had a so couple funny. of shortlisters, and they were like, "Right, we can't decide. We're just going to trust it to draw your lots." It's, so, yeah. So, I mean, it's really funny. And boys, the final question is: there is no marriage in heaven. There is no marriage Ooh. in heaven. Yeah. Ooh. Or dribble. Ooh. That's your standard issue, Bibble. That is Bibble. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Because it isn't. There's a question of somebody. <laughs> See, my Bible knowledge is so good. Somebody asked Jesus about woman who's married to a brother then, yeah. brother, then another brother, then another brother, then another brother, then another brother, and they all die. And somebody asked Jesus, who who does she belong to in
1: heaven? Something yeah. like that. It, but mm. And you'll, you won't have humanly current bodies in heaven. There'll be new bodies. Oh, thank goodness. I can't and, wait. Uh, I, we can't wait for that either. <laughs> okay. We can't wait for you to have a new body. So, yeah, it's relevant. So Bibble.
0: Bibble? Yeah, I'm saying Bibble. Bible, it is actually in the Bible. Yay! You're right, ads. You're not going to be given in marriage or have wives and husbands like like you do. That will come as a relief to some people. Relief for you, Dan. <laughs> My girlfriend might listen to this. Wow.
2: Yeah. At least she knows that she doesn't have to be married to you in heaven
1: as well. That's why she's your girlfriend, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> not your wife. <laughs> <laughs>
0: What I thought we'd do, I didn't know whether we could call it feelings or masculinity um, and try and cover basically looking at how sometimes we can, even as Christians, be quite stoic and masculine and think we can't have any weaknesses and we can't have any, you know, we've got to be strong all the time. Male suicide, because we're not good at admitting we've got issues and we don't know how to talk to each other. So we're just going to talk around that topic for a little bit. So
1: in Psalm 38, verse 4, this is David speaking, I believe, isn't it? King David? King David, off of Goliath and stuff. Right. He says, My guilt has overwhelmed me like a burden too heavy to bear. Would he be talking, I wonder, about... Bathsheba? Yeah, either Bathsheba or that he murdered somebody. That was the Bathsheba story, wasn't it? He commits adultery. I think men often feel guilty. I mean, there's many reasons why people can feel guilty, but... How do we deal with guilt? As men, can that, that can often cause depression. Having huge amounts of guilt in your life can make you depressed. Yeah. Comment. Well, I guess,
0: guilt. You, know, you confess, don't you? The Bible talks a yeah. lot about confession. Either resolving the issue or saying, God, i have messed up. Yeah. Can I get some help or forgiveness? Or
1: counselling as well. Counselling. Counselling is very good. Yeah. And he follows it up by saying, put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Saviour and my God. Yeah, read, read the whole of that. That's good. Why are you downcast, O my soul? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Saviour and my God. That's Psalm 42, verse 11. Yeah. It's quality. And that's David going on about putting his faith in God if he feels guilty.
2: Yeah, good. Ads, you got anything? I was going to read the, the one about Jonah of whale
1: fame. Jonah of, off of whales' tummies? Yeah. Or. Belly of a giant fish. We don't actually know it's a whale. That's just good a good point, giant actually. Fish. Giant fish. It could have we, been a whale shark. Whale we, shark yeah. is the biggest fish in the ocean, isn't it? And it's an actual fish. Yeah. But it's massive. So we all assume it was a whale, and then when they, they draw pictures of the story,
2: it's always a whale. Yeah. But it just says giant fish. Yeah. The belly of a giant
1: fish. That's got to be smelly, isn't it? Yeah.
2: That's oh, got to could
1: be you smelly? imagine? Could you
2: imagine? Yeah, it's not. got to be worse. That's probably why he says. No, O oh Lord, take my life, for it's better for me to die than to live. Maybe he's actually in the fish when he says that. He's not, and it's stinking so
0: bad. He's yeah. like, oh, I can't take it's it. Anywhere. Smelling of tuna. He's not. Do you know where where that bit is? He's he's being sunburnt. He's probably bald as oh, well. yeah, yeah he's... <laughs> Why do you keep looking at me when you keep saying bald? <laughs> bald. <laughs> this is where he's sat by a tree. It's really weird. He goes and does eventually goes and does what God says asks him to do, and yeah. then he goes outside. I think it's Nineveh. Nineveh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the, isn't that the hand off, cream. That's off Gulliver's travels, isn't it, Nineveh? Lilliput. Lilliput, that's it. And uh, this tree springs up and gives him shade and he loves the tree and then an ant comes and eats the tree and it dies. I think it's an ant. No, it's a worm, not an ant. And he curses the day he was born because he's being <laughs> a scorched big ant. by the sun it's and he wants ant. to die. By the way, have you guys ever been so sunburnt that you've wanted to die? Uh,
1: live a day in my life, Dan. I get sunburnt every single... I get sun under, under a full moon. <laughs>
0: Moonburnt, I get moonburnt. <laughs> <laughs> the curses of being ginger. I was uh, I went for a winter sun holiday and thought, Oh, yeah, I go brown quickly, I'll be all right. And I got a horrible heat stroke across my chest, it's like stinging nettles being dragged across. The only thing I could do to cool myself down was go into the freezing urinate cold. on yourself. <laughs> oh, no, isn't that what you do to cool? That's jellyfish. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, go into the freezing cold pool and try and cool myself down. <laughs> Psalm 55, 22. Cast your cares on the Lord and he will sustain you. He will never let the righteous be shaken.
1: Here's a hard, hardcore one. I loathe my very life. That's pretty harsh. Therefore, I will give free reign to my complaint and speak out in the bitterness of my soul. That's Job 10 verse 1. Job, who went through a lot of things. Good. Illness, death of his family, loss of his cattle, etc. Job had a rough time. Job had a rough time.
0: Can you give us a synopsis in 10 seconds? Yep, Job was a very
1: wealthy man. Big family, lots of camels. Successful farmer and businessman. The devil asked the ask God, asked God, asked the God, ask God if he could <laughs> the <God>. test Job, <laughs> test Job's faith by taking everything away. And God said, "Yeah, but Job will still um, worship me." And the devil did take everything away. He gave him diseases, skin diseases. Mm. Lost all his children. Lost his friends. Lost his camels and livestock, etc. And st- still worship God. So.
0: And then God restored everything God restored back to all, yeah. uh, More so, more camels. Yeah. More children. More children, more. more skin. <laughs> <laughs> what about this one? Psalm 94 verse 19. When my anxious thoughts become overwhelming, your comfort encourages me. Aww. That's nice. That is nice. This is a lovely one, Matthew six twenty-five. Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns. And yet your heavenly father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you by worrying add a single hour to your life? That's good. No, no, that's very profound. Very profound. However, all right, here's an interesting question. There is a bit in the Bible that says, be anxious about nothing, but by prayer and petition, Present all your requests to God. Yeah. Yeah. But the danger is, is that I think maybe we've all experienced this, you're anxious and then someone quotes you that and basically Mm. you feel like, oh, I'm not allowed Mm. to be anxious. Yeah. I've got to be strong. And that's a very tough thing to say to someone who has actual anxiety. You're not not just worried about the future, but if you social anxiety or you're having a panic attack and you're supposed yeah. to just read those verses and then you yeah. think you're like you're doing something wrong sometimes uh, in that situation you might want to respond saying
2: don't you think i've already presented my request to god
1: so what's I'm the still answer anxious. what's the answer to that if it's so simplistic if they're saying it so simplistically in the bible what is the answer to someone who
0: has acute anxiety well i think christians must be careful about simplistic answers yeah mm. And I think we need to be sensitive because I'm not sure that verse applies to panic attacks. No. You can't just recite a Bible verse and that will make the panic attack. I like go how away. you say panic attacks with a sense of panic. Panic <laughs> attacks. <laughs> <laughs> the same is true of depression. Yeah. Like how many people get told, Oh, the joy of the Lord is your strength? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And try and think your way out of depression. Yeah. But it's a pit, isn't it? It's a pit. A pit of despair. What's the answer to that? Well, I think what is right in one moment isn't necessarily right in another. So, some there are verses about anxiety. Yeah. But quoting that to someone who is having a panic attack isn't going to help them. No. Sometimes the best prescription for someone is to do activity and sport Yeah. or rehab. Yeah. But sometimes if you're injured, the best advice is to say, don't put any weight yeah. on that. Yeah. And the same is true of anxiety and depression. Sometimes, actually, you do need a kind of encouragement to get out and do stuff. And sometimes you need to say, no, yeah. now's the time to rest. There's this Bible verse here. It says, come to me all you who are weary, this is Jesus talking, come to me all you who are weary and burdened and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls for my yoke is easy. What does that mean? And my yoke? burden is light. That's yellow, Matthew 11:28. Yeah. yoke is to do with oxen, I think, you know, in yeah. the old days where they used to put a yoke on an ox and it pull the, um, yoke Ono. No, nope, not yeah. quite. <laughs> And it pull the plough along. Yeah. So he's saying his work is life. Yeah. yeah,
1: his work he, is like Rest for your souls, though. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. I like Psalm 23 and how that starts. It says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures and by quiet streams. I find that a very restful yeah. picture. Mm. Just lying down by a stream in a meadow. In Switzerland, actually, that's what I think about. Do you? Don't know why. In the Alps, it's very pretty. Lots of flowers, streams, mm. and I find that a very restful image. Can I just say, when I was lying in bed last night, I was thinking about being a sausage dog. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> what would it be like if you had the body of a sausage dog but just a human head? Well, that's no, that's um, that's a thing, isn't it? That's a that is an actual mythological animal, isn't it? Not the sausage dog necessarily, but a dog's body and a human head. Half man, half horse.
0: Always trying to be the centre of attention. <laughs> <laughs> I saw two dogs on the green sword, They were different breeds. And it suddenly occurred to me, I thought, because dogs don't use mirrors, I wonder if each dog thinks that they look like the other dog. Dogs. I, because don't, I no, don't think they
1: have that level of mirrors.
0: understanding. How do you know?
1: Well, I don't know.
2: Yeah, how do, so that's do, you think, how do they know they I,
1: are
0: a dog? Well, maybe they don't. (laughs) (laughs) Can you find any more verses about great Bible characters who really wrestle? Yeah, I've got one here. Go on then.
1: Jeremiah, who I didn't know anything about Jeremiah really. Hmm. Uh, Jeremiah 20 verse 14 says, Cursed be the day I was born. Why did I ever come out of the womb to see trouble and sorrow and to end my days in shame? Oh, you know Why? Why? Because he had a small hand. He had one big hand, Jeremiah and one small hand. That's Jeremy Beadle. <laughs> oh dear.
2: Tenuous, tenuous uh, Tenuously uh, Jeremiah. I didn't realise
1: Jeremiah suffered with loneliness, security, insecurity. Yeah. Also known as the weeping prophet. Well he was I, I think I he was
0: famous that. for he would go and tell people what God said and they wouldn't yeah. listen to him. And he was like, What's the point of me? Yeah. I believe Jeremiah starts with I'm a young man, I'm not, I'm not equipped to do these things. And God says, no, I choose you. Mm. That's so, like yeah. loads of people in the Bible, isn't it? Like yeah. Gideon, David. So there's loads of another one. Yeah. quality characters in the Bible who actually, if you look into their story, they struggle with self-doubt, mm-hmm. insecurities. Or Moses. Anxiety. Moses. Yeah. I also grew up in a church where they're very stoic. Stoic. stoic what does me- stoic mean? <clears throat> As in, they just get on with stuff they don't yeah. express a lot of emotions, they're strong. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that was the picture I had of what a good Christian was yeah. like and a good man. Yeah. And then in my experience, I I was very sensitive and struggled with yeah. stuff and yeah. would find that I couldn't sustain that. Yeah. And so I've had to go on a bit of a journey about how to express myself. And I still struggle, to yeah. be honest. That's similar to me, Dan, as well, because I grew up in a church where Everything had to be perfect on
1: the outside. But I suffered from horrific panic attacks. Mm. And um, didn't really have a, a way of... Well, I couldn't tell anyone about it. I had to struggle with it for years and years and years and work out my own journey through it, really. Didn't you stop university? Yeah, I stopped university because of it. It affected my A-levels. Yeah, very difficult. Sounds
2: like when, you know, everyone was going to become a professional footballer if it wasn't for that knee injury Yeah, <laughs> that they had.
0: yeah. <laughs> What? You're belittling his experience. Yeah.
2: Ben, ben, looking back. I've done really well at university. Bus. It was all those drugs and alcohol. <laughs>
1: you have just belittled my personal story. <laughs> your, deep,
0: your deep, emotionally scarred story. <laughs> well, we, we've got a double problem. We've got ma- toxic masculinity, mm. and we're British, so we don't have to show our emotions. Yeah. And we find it very hard. I was reading an interesting article yesterday. I don't know how relevant this is, but it talk talks though, about. The weaponization of women's tears. Mm-hmm. The idea that two people can be equally upset. Yeah. One's a man and one's a woman. The woman yeah. starts crying. Uh, who gets all the sympathy? Yeah. And two equally upset. Yeah. I, I really like, there's that book by Webb. Robert it? Webb. Robert yep. Webb. And he talks about how to be a man. Yeah. And how he says the only permissible way emotion for men to express is often anger. Yeah. Um, and so these men, if they feel scared, if they feel sad, yeah. if they feel lost, it yeah. comes out in anger yeah. and aggression. Yeah. And it's interesting how we're trying as a society to, to break that because that's they reckon that's where all the suicide rate comes from. Yeah. Biggest
1: killer of men under 40, isn't
0: it, suicide? Yes, yeah.
1: Insane. Women folk don't trust them. <laughs> <laughs> their tears <laughs> and their lipstick... What? <laughs>
0: So what things helped and what things really didn't help? Particularly, I mean, it's hard as well. You'd have th- mm. hoped a Christian background would help. Well, but- I, I found um,
1: personally several things helped. Counselling helped with somebody neutral, yeah. i.e. someone that doesn't know you. And a lot of sport helped yeah. because it's, my, it's, a, it's a form of mindfulness. And when, you're playing, when I play sport, when I play tennis or me too football, I'm not thinking about anything else mm. apart from that sport. Yeah, very cathartic, and you get the natural relief of endorphins, endorphins, and terrapins, and
2: sausages. I'll try to explain that to my wife because she's she's not competitive at all. Doesn't yeah. enjoy any kind of sport. To make them understand actually that it's a release because sexual. When you're on the tennis court or the football yeah. pitch. There's no room in your mind to think no. about all the things that are happening in your life. Barely got any room in my mind at the moment. No. All you can think about is what's gonna happen.
1: Sometimes I get frustrated trying to explain how a seeding system works in tennis to my wife. Or how the Champions League works. And that makes me more frustrated. But it's not fair.
0: <laughs> one team's much better than the other one. <laughs>
1: that is exactly the conversation I've had. Hang on, he's
0: he's six foot ten. That's
1: not fair. You can't he can't play someone. <laughs> He's Shorter? five foot nine. How's that fair? <laughs>
0: five foot nine, but a hundred yeah. places higher in the rankings. John Esner, six foot ten. <laughs> That's not fair. But there, isn't there that massive debate about Samina? Sem, run Casper Samenia. Samenia. Sam Semolina. Sem, yeah. Salmonella. She's into sex, isn't she? What? Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, she is. I n t e r. Intersex, in in maybe not into yeah. sex she's, yeah. but
0: that's not her fault
1: yeah she's a woman that has a lot so, of testosterone so
0: they're saying actually it's not fair because she's at an advantage to all the yeah. other women but then other people are saying well, well it's not fair if you're playing basketball against someone who's six foot nine yeah, yeah. you know that's an unfair advantage well, yeah. life is unfair life is yeah. unfair Deal with it. Invite. Yeah.
1: Certain people will naturally drift towards a particular sport. So very tall people will go towards basketball or volleyball. People with long arms will naturally go towards
0: boxing or the zoo. <laughs> no, this is from a book I've read called The Sports Gene. Ben, you would send yep. things that helped and didn't help yeah. with, in terms of yeah. being open with your emotions and dealing yeah. with stuff. It's still not easy. Um, I've struggled in the past because... We're told to be open but you've got to find the right forum to do it and a safe place to do it because i've shared and either felt vulnerable and not yeah. been able to do it or actually shared and been kind of shut down we kind
2: of haven't finished with ben because i wanted to ask him no, you want to rinse me well yeah no i was wanting to ask you about where did you turn at that time in your life did you turn to the bible or did you because obviously
1: you played a lot of sport because you yep. got relief from that i turned to art i did a lot of art I left university and had some time off mm. and uh, painted a lot, took the dog for a lot of walks, uh, put on some medication as well, that helped. But time is an important factor as well, yeah. you've got to be patient. Um, you know about time, don't you, Dan?
0: Well, the concept of time. You know I understand the concept of time. <laughs> <laughs> no, the importance of time. in Oh, definitely. Mm. In many ways, it's good to associate it with sports injuries in terms of you've just got to allow yourself time. You, you can't just want yourself better. No. You know, we talk about physical fitness, but we don't talk about mental mm, fitness. No. But it's hard because you also want to know what has led you to that point. What was it? Is it something that you were doing that was unhelpful? I mean, I've I've had periods of re- real lowness, depression, anxiety. Mm. And we've talked in the past even about how much alcohol yeah. we used to drink and how, whether that was a mask for yeah. for actually social anxiety yeah. and... I've also spoken to counsellors and had antidepressants. Society doesn't help either because there
2: are so many people out there who have just got their default, oh, pull yourself to get that. Yeah. Or because they haven't experienced it or gone through it, Yeah, they don't understand it. You can't it. see it, can and you? Yeah, and because it's not a physical scar, Yeah, it's it's an internal thing and a mental thing that some people just have no concept of it, and yeah. have no patience for you, which makes it harder in your recovery. Yeah, because if you're surrounded by people who are just going, "Put yourself together." I know, yeah. like
1: that, that's that is the worst thing you can. Changing, change. it's changing gradually, isn't it? Fortunately, yeah. And there's a lot of profile at the moment with Prince Harry and Prince William, and
0: yeah, it's hard. Yeah. But and this might be controversial as well. But sometimes, and you mentioned this in another podcast, sometimes church isn't actually the best place yeah. for it in terms of. I know times, looking back, where I was actually massively socially anxious. Yeah. And church just... I wanted to see people, but I needed it to be light. Yeah. And then you listen to the wrong sermon, or your brain is interpreting it in the wrong way. Mm.
1: Or just social anxiety sitting in a church with loads of people in a formal situation. It is difficult. People with social anxiety sitting in a church is horrendous. Yeah. Just getting there, you
2: just don't realise the struggles
1: they've made just, just to sit in that
2: seat.
0: Yeah. So... Men struggle, find it very hard to express themselves as guy mates. What helps or what doesn't help? I think we're better at it now. We actually ask yeah. one another, yeah. "How are you doing? How's your mental health doing?" Yeah. Um, you know, you'd say to your mate, "How's your injury doing? Are you going to be playing anytime soon?" And actually, also for me, so being a bit so more injury. light-hearted. Yeah. Because sometimes, do you know what? Even reading the Bible set off my anxiety. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. I was that bad. I'd read anything and I'd see the bad in it. Really? Um just like you you know going to church can mm. set off your anxiety. Yeah. So just trying to be a bit more light, a bit more light. Light about stuff. Yeah. There was a pastor I spoke to once and he said sometimes my quiet time is watching the Simpsons with God. Really? Yeah. But I think this idea that if you are tired, yeah, and God loves you, what's he going to say to you?
1: Get a coffee? Do more work? All oh, right. Yeah.
0: He's going to say rest if you're tired rest if you're hungry feed yourself don't make it so hard you are kind of doing all of this heavy the basics lifting yeah yeah what does a dog do after you've taken out for a long walk salivate all over your sofa (laughs) chew the skirting board (laughs) rest yeah good so what's the take-home message there boys go easy on yourself never put a light bulb in your back pocket the take-home message is actually life can be hard, and men in particular, but all of us have highs and lows, and it's finding out what you need in any situation, what's helpful, and also talking to your mates, particularly as guys. Yeah, talking to your mates, being open, being honest. Yeah, finding safe spaces to do that. I know that's hard. Yeah, you know we've all been vulnerable, and and actually it's backfired on us. Yeah, um,
2: but trying to do that. Yeah, yeah. amen. Don't be afraid to talk to your friends, because I think sometimes lots of men put on a bravado of, oh, I'm a big, strong man, etc. And speaking with
1: other men, you find, actually, most men are quite open. But also, watch out for other people that could be struggling. You know, not just about yourself, but about asking
0: other men, Yeah, you know, how's it going? Yeah. Don't be afraid to go to the doctors either. Don't be afraid to talk to professionals, yeah. or even helplines. I've actually, there was a period of time where I rang helplines a lot just because it was someone neutral. I didn't mm. have to explain myself. I didn't have to bump into them the next week. Yeah. It's Oh eight hundred double one double one. child line. 0800 1111. Did you be speaking to Esther Ransom? <laughs> <laughs> I've got her on speed dial. <laughs> well, that was just a quick look at emotions and how Bible characters express different emotions and deal with depression and anxiety. If you've been affected by anything we've spoken about and you need to talk to someone, the Samaritans number is 116123 in the UK and it's free. We hope you found some good content in there and some encouragement. Don't forget to subscribe or leave a comment and maybe consider passing this on to a friend. You can email us at gmail.com. See you next time.